How to deal with the fear of leaving samsara and joining the sangha? Um, I don't know. Fear, fear, afraid, afraid. <laughs> I don't know. Um, leaving samsara. Well, I don't think that you're guaranteed to leave samsara if you become a monk. I mean, that's that's probably your uh, goal in becoming a monk, but it's not guaranteed. And I don't think I don't think that that uh, leaving samsara would, would is what would be uh, is what is making you afraid. Because I don't think anyone's like, oh no, I don't want to be born a million more times suffering. I think it's just you're afraid of leaving all your attachments and the things that you like. It's not that you're afraid of not being born again. And for dealing with your attachments and such, it's all just, uh, it's just you creating the drama of your life. You just paint this picture of how everything is so that you can uh, cling to it. It gives you a reason to cling to it. Because you, you have to make things important for yourself. You have to make things about yourself important, about others and how they relate to you. And that's all it is, is you creating a drama. If you just see that there's there's nothing really solid about any of it, then I don't think that's such a big deal. Well, I, I tried it. I joined the Sangha and um, couldn't leave samsara by that, so it doesn't really work like that. Um, there is probably always fear before you ordain and um, high expectations, and that is probably why the fear arises so uh, so much, so mm -hmm. strong, because there are these strong expectations that you leave samsara and something is going to happen. And what Nagasena um, mentioned about the, the attachments. Um, of course, there's a fear that you um, cannot have these th things anymore. Um, I almost didn't ordain because I, I like bathing in, in a bathtub. I, I used to bathe every evening, um, almost every day. So and I, I thought I couldn't live without it. And that really caused fear like how can I live like that then and um, you gotta try you just do it and then you know it's it's possible you can do it usually well Not. It, it's easy to want to become a monk. It's easy want to want to join the sangha. And it's a lot more difficult to actually do it. And it's even more difficult to enjoy 
and to be at peace with it. This is from experience because I've tried to help many people to become monks. And some people just aren't ready for it. Most people are in this state where they they like the idea. Not most people, but but most uh, you know, people who come across this question are at the state where they like the idea and they, they understand theoretically how great it is. But emotionally and mentally, they're not really there. Their attachments and their views and opinions and their often the relationships, their attachment or the the clinging to to friends and family is so strong in them that even were they to ordain it would be miserable and, and it would be short and they, w they would quickly leave it uh, so I think there is room to say Do, start doing good deeds now because it's those good deeds that are going to be a support for you to be, join the Sangha and a support for you to give up that fear which is totally based on attachment and based on um, the aversion or the, the inability or expectations no So, you know, being charitable in terms of giving up, you know, giving up your, your desires and your wants, being moral in terms of abstaining from, from many different things that are unwholesome, this is a very important step because it's going to prepare you for you know, a, gr a greater amount of giving up and a greater amount of, of abstention, which is the monkhood. Uh, I, I think you can't emphasize enough the importance of preparing for monasticism. It's not just a leap into freedom. It's the um, application for a course of training. It's the beginning. When you ordain, you, you begin to train. So I think there's room for that, but on the other hand, sort of in relation to what was already said, it's not really that bad in the end, and many of our fears um, turn out to be irrational. So for instance, I, I almost cried when I was, I was a young monk and uh, I didn't have any soap, and I felt so sad for myself that I had no soap and then it just hit me like an epiphany well if you don't have any soap then do bathe without soap <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's funny how, how how caught up we get and it was it was that experience really that that simple silly experience that that set the tone for a lot of different things because then I didn't need laundry powder. If I didn't have laundry powder, I would wash my clothes without laundry powder. 
which is also you know just these are just silly things but event but it it the the philosophical ramifications were you don't have you don't have a place to stay well go and sleep on a park bench and i've done that before and that is totally liberating you know, wonderfully liberating um, i don't have enough food to eat well then today i won't eat uh, and and so on and so on eventually you realize that you you can do without anything and the the worst that's going to happen is that you die which of course could happen to you anyways and death isn't really that big of a deal i know we we often get this idea that we should cherish this life that we have as a human being and so we think we should work to protect it but it's actually not so clear cut because if you're doing if you're if you're practicing renunciation and your mind is is becoming clear then when you pass away you'll only go to a better state a state that is more um, more conducive for the practice of meditation you might be born as an angel or you might be born in a society where you can quickly become a monk and and uh, continue on with the practice but but even putting aside death so many other things that we we shouldn't be afraid of some people are afraid that if they don't like it then they'll wind up 40 years old without any any life skills and they'll want to disrobe and uh, and and not be able to make it in life but if you talk to those people who have done that who have gotten to the point where they couldn't be a monk anymore and ended up disrobing they actually don't regret it at all they regret the fact that they had to disrobe or the, regret the decision to disrobe uh, but they they don't find that themselves helpless at all they, they, they realize how much suffering there is in the world as compared to being a monk but they're very much equipped to deal with the suffering they might not get high paying jobs but they're not concerned about it I've met some people in Thailand who used to be monks and now they collect uh, garbage recyclables and sell recyclables and make money like that so make very little money but are totally content and they live in shacks uh, and and you know just total poverty but you know as a monk it was even it was even even more more poverty and you were you were happier so you you know as a monk you only ate in the morning wow now you can eat whenever you want so you're able to deal with it much much better this is because orda ordination is a training you should see it as a training course it's not a decision taking a leap into this or into that it's applying to like you apply for a phd course you don't think oh if i what if i join that that phd program maybe i'll regret it and all you get from a phd program is more knowledge more more skills and that's really all you get through the through the uh, ordination it's a training and eventually you become a trainer you become a teacher and uh, really great thing about being a monk especially in a buddhist society is that old monks are are treated much better than young monks so the older you get 
you just have to you just have to get old and people start to respect you and think, oh, he must be a venerable monk, and they take care of you and they start to think of you as their monk and so on. And uh, you know, so the retirement plan's not so bad, from what I've seen. You know, obviously the medical plan is is great. The monk medicine is uh, pretty easy to obtain. Mm. This this fear is actually very impermanent. Um, I noticed that for myself. I had fear before I ordained, and now when I uh, think of disrobing or being caused to disrobe, I have the same fear arising of being a lay person again. So um, it is really you have you have that fear because it's something that you don't know. You you are making a step into something unexpected, um, and when you get to know what you are doing when you when you uh, did that step and ordained, then you will lose that fear. Of course, it's it's only there before. So once you are ordained, it's it's it cannot be there anymore because you you've done it, and then it might even change and and turn around. Um, so the point is not um, the fear to deal with the fear um, before ordination or or before uh, leaving samsara. It's uh, the fear in general we have to deal with. 